0: Welcome back to the Author Accountability Podcast. This is episode twenty. I'm Donna, and with me here is Rianne.
1: Hello, hello. How are we?
0: I'm all right, thanks, and you?
1: Uh yeah, I'm okay. I'm very tired, very. as normal. Life is chaotic, but hey ho, we just go through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't really here where you're coming from. Ricardo's back from Johannesburg, and it's like when one partner is away for like more than a few days, you kind of get into like a different kind of rhythm and, and mm-hmm. routine. And now he's back. I'm just like, you're just getting in my way. <laughs> I like having yes. you home, but you're just getting in my way.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, like, they do
1: that normally. So.
0: Yeah. Well, it, you know, <laughs> let's, let's not start that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Shame you got lots of stuff happening at your on your in your side of the world. You've got the renovations happening in your house currently. You're recording from your your parents dining room table, as I believe. Yes,
1: I am. Yes, yes, because <laughs> I currently don't have a kitchen. There would be lots of banging and stuff going on this morning. So I was like, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna go away for the weekend because I can't can't be dealing with that. I mean, like I've lived in a building site for about two weeks now, and it's just it's horrendous. I hate it
0: uh here are you coming from it was the same as well yesterday for me like there was like a takeover of my house I didn't even know this was happening by the way I said to Rianne off air um okay so for those of our listeners who don't know my husband owns his own electrical company and one of his main things is doing solar systems but he has come across this one system that he really wants for our house and so he got it he bought the battery, battery, one battery. I don't know how he did it. He found, he managed to find one battery that is the equivalent of like eight normal batteries. He said it's what, he said it's what uh, our, what our mobile services use in their towers. I don't know how he got his hands on one of those, but anyway. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, yeah. he's obviously resourceful. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so they were yesterday and uh, into the night and this morning he was busy sorting all of that out. So my fridge was like halfway across the kitchen and all the wires were sticking out and I was just like a nervous breakdown because Em was of course running around. Although to be fair, all the guys are very good with um, making sure she stays safe and and none of them let her play around when there's live wires or anything. So yeah, but she, she was safe, but you know, mom nerves so yeah but at least at least I'm able to sit in my new office which is nice it's just unfortunately not a uh, a
1: luxury that you have at the moment not not today no yeah. I will be back in it soon
0: <laughs> shame man and how's Mellie taking all of the um uh, the banging and the change in the house
1: uh she hates it she absolutely hates it anytime there's a loud noise she cries oh shame sweet. which is again why I decided to Mm. vacate the property for a while Mm. at least just until like all of the big work is done obviously things like decorating and flooring and stuff will be fine it's just the ripping out of units and cabinets and building walls and the bang Mm. of the nail gun she she was not, not impressed
0: Oh, no shame yeah no it's, I, I'd like to say I understand but Emma's grown up with loud noises her whole life and she doesn't even blink so at least I've got that going for me <laughs> I mean we've got four dogs the business is on the property so there's loud noises and shouting and hammering and drilling and everything like almost constantly so mm. yeah but uh I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that she's actually not scared of loud noises to be honest probably <laughs> a good thing Yeah, I hope hope so. (laughs) At least you know Mally will run if something bad happens.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or she'll just sit down and cry. That too.
0: What else has has been going on in your life? Anything interesting happening in the the muggle world over
1: that side? Unfortunately not, no. Mm -hmm. I believe the chaos has just gotten worse. Oh, no. Which is, you know, standard for me. But I'm... I'm I'm working through it. We're we're getting there. It's mm. it's just yeah. So a season, this two yeah, shall pass. Yeah, yes, mm. yes. this two shall pass. I just at least that's what I we didn't... tell ourselves.
0: Eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I just need time. I need mm. time, which I don't have, and it's annoying.
0: Mm. No, I completely understand. It's like it's one of those things where, like, as soon as you have a child, it's like everything is like feels like it's unstable <laughs> because like there's there's anything could happen at any time and it's very difficult to feel like you've got control of anything
1: yeah and I think the the, the biggest problem is just the unpredictability of everything
0: mm, yeah no it does it, it's it's unsettling I, I know mm. what you mean uh, this side just Oh, Em had a pajama day yesterday at school. It was very sweet. <laughs> they, they sent us pictures on her, her class has a little WhatsApp group with the teachers and the parents on and um, they sent us little pictures and like as a treat, they all got like a little bit of hot chocolate and it was, it was very sweet to see them all sitting there with their little paper cups and in their like fuzzy pajamas. <laughs> it was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, uh, also her class photos came back so I've got the proofs here I'm, I'm going to show Rhianna I apologize for our listeners but I'm going show to show them to you so there's two versions oh, there's that one and then there's a like a close up one as well
1: oh cute yeah
0: <laughs> the, the look on her face is so sus she's like um can I help you so nothing near like the big bright smiles we get when it, we point our phones at her because yeah. of course these are strangers and she doesn't know them and like what the heck but it, I think I'll probably order a few anyway even if it's just to like put in a frame and like give to my mom or and to my dad you know as, as gift Christmas gifts like that's you know I think that's probably going to be the extent of it then there's also they they they've got an option to do a um fridge magnets, which I think I might, I think I might start because it's smaller than keeping big pictures in a frames. And especially in, in these early years when they're not like that great, I will, I'll maybe collect some fridge magnets as opposed to like framing them and plastering them all off, all over the house. Yeah. Well, the one side of our fridge kind of like sticks out from the wall. So I think that'd be a good spot to just kind of
1: line them all up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. I like that idea
0: but other than that um writing wise what have you been up to did you finish what you said you were going to finish
1: I can't remember what I said I was going to finish because I didn't bring my notebook with me so oh. not, normally <laughs> I have everything written down and then I can be like did you do this um this week you won't get that because I I, I don't know I don't remember well I um, do
0: remember saying that I would finish my rewrite which I actually very am um, yeah, I think I've got like maybe a couple of pages left like not even um Mm -hmm. so that should be finished by the weekend so i'm i'm more or less there i I think it will take me another like two maybe three hours and i'll be finished so that'll probably Mm -hmm. happen not this evening because we're recording with andrew but maybe later while M naps
1: i'll do some and then i'll do some
0: tomorrow as well but it should be finished by monday
1: So, yeah, so I actually can't remember anything that I was supposed to do. However, I did proofread some more chapters. I've only got seven left, I think. And then I did start writing a new project. Not that that's very exciting because it's for my patrons only, so no one else is going to get it. Oh, all right. (laughs) And I did have to rename some characters for my standalone because I read a book and... I don't understand how it's happened, but both the main character and the love interest had the same names as my main (gasps) character and love interest as well. Oh, no. I would change them. Yeah. That's annoying. Mm. (laughs) Especially Mm. when
0: you find a name that you're like, oh, this is such a good one. And they go together
1: so well as well, which was annoying. You know, it's funny, though, because the
0: love interest of NTN. Okay, so... Uh, we know that I'm busy reading Calla's story by Rachel Morgan at the moment. And I'm on book three now, just yeah. just started book three. And the the villain in book three, well, book, in book two, book three, is the same name as the love interest in my book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 he's in all, he's in, uh, even in Violet's story, but he's a very minor character in that one that in Keller's story he's quite you know a bit more prominent he's like the main antagonist Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: um yeah I just when when I was like oh come on now he's like really the bad guy come on (laughs) I was like dang it um, so yeah unfortunate that's an unfortunate coincidence but it is Yeah, you know, as you said it is what it is but I mean when it's a situation like yours where like it's exactly the same character well not the same character but the same role and the same name that's a little bit difficult to to ignore um and the next so what was I gonna no I lost my train of thought
1: what were you gonna say <laughs> I was like uh, just, like, That's hilarious. Mid-sentence. Uh, yeah, fast. so so character name changes. Um, I did also have a chat with Pagan from Paperback Kingdom, um, and she helped me brainstorm a point, which has now like fueled the second half of the story. So I'm, I've oh, almost just yes. finished plotting it, which will be quite nice to have it done, and then that will be something I can start next year.
0: Oh, nice! That is so yeah. exciting. Yeah, I, I've been working on like a publishing timeline for, for NTN. So I have i don't know if you have a, at all like some kind of like little form that you fill out or something that you use to kind of like judge when you're going to be able to release a book, please send it to me because I'm like I, I Bethany... I'm not going to trans- yes, that one. I, I was going to say I'm not going to try and say her surname because I'm going to butcher it. But she's got a really helpful one on her. Um, you get it when you sign up for her newsletter, which I thought I was signed up. Apparently, I wasn't. So I signed up and I, I received that. And so I've kind of been using that as a jumping off point. But like, I still feel like I'm missing something in terms of like, the timing like when to like how far in advance should you hire an editor and like how far in advance should you hire a cover designer and so on like those things that kind of you have to think about before you actually get there those yeah I'm trying to get like a step-by-step process in place so that I can so I can stagger the releases and get like the work done in a way that kind of they are released more or less a year apart so I'm trying to kind of figure out how to when when should I start drafting okay I have some bits and pieces but not a full draft of book two and then I also need to yeah do you know what I mean like I'm trying to think when Uh, I do know what you mean yeah
1: I I don't know what you mean but it also you need to figure out how long things are going to take you to be able to do that I don't make any of those sorts of plans until i finish the draft.
0: Oh really? Okay. Yeah. And I, th- I suppose that makes Because I know lot of how sense. long I
1: know how long edits take me. Um my only problem is waiting for other people. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, I hear you. <laughs> so waiting for editors or critique partners or stuff like that. So I mm. try and give people more time than they need so that mm. at least I can bring things forward rather than pushing them back.
0: Yeah. Yeah no that makes a lot of sense. I'll I'll uh, just now I'll share with you the the spreadsheet that I'm working on and tell me what you think if you got any suggested changes or anything because I could really use the help because I'm kind of like I feel like I'm walking through honey trying to to sort this out.
1: <laughs> yeah so I used to be signed up to Bethany's Patreon but I had to cancel because I had a baby and I needed money um so when I was part of her patron she has a resource library and I kind of adapted her template to like my own and Mm. made like my own publishing plan step by step what I what I do after the draft so Mm. I can I can do that as well.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, because because I had, I had her old one. Actually, when I realized when I resaved the new one, I realized I had the old one. So I think at some point, I must have signed up. Um, but for some reason, maybe I signed up on my other email address or something. I don't know. As I said, like, for me, it's I'm trying to like, I, I'm actually giving myself double the time. I'm trying to give myself double the time that I'm expecting to actually take because mm-hmm. of as we say the unpredictability of having a child and like if M gets sick well then like i've got like one hour a day to work (laughs) pretty much so it's um yeah i'm trying to expect the unexpected so to speak and rather if i could publish book one by my birthday next year or even on my birthday next year which is the 15th of november i would be happy as a clam i would really really love that even within the month of november within my birthday month, I would be so happy because I also feel like that time of year is pretty good as well. Cause people are like now starting to think about Christmas presents and stuff. So and that's 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 my thought process anyway. It might also have something to do with the fact that it's my birthday. And that's a it's just because it would be a great birthday present for myself. That's all. Okay, moving on swiftly to tasks to complete in the next two weeks. What have you Got in mind?
1: Nothing, because if if I if I set nothing, then I cannot fail. No, um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> um, sometimes I take that attitude, like I'm just gonna do what I can, and then I'm gonna celebrate afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. So I obviously I'm just gonna continue writing all the things that mm-hmm. I need to. do I need to finish Return of the Dragons proofread and then format it and upload it to Amazon. So I'll have to have that done by the time we record next. Well. The time we record for the podcast next.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Not till the next time we record because that's this evening, and you don't have yeah. to yeah. do
1: that. <laughs> and I don't have the stuff with me to do it. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I think for myself, I'm hoping to get Andrew. Is his name? I'm hoping to get Andrew's um, audit uh, notes back sometime this coming week. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be going through those and um, kind of maybe drawing up a little game plan for myself to start on this new set of edits and revisions, um, obviously integrating some of the stuff that we've worked on and um, just basically getting everything ready to send to you and Rianne in the beginning of November. So yeah, that is, th- th- those are the main, that's the main thing that I'm going to be focusing on mm-hmm. and yeah that's about it and in terms of muggle business I have coffee I'm going to be having coffee with a friend of mine and her new little baby next week Tuesday it's the first time I'm meeting him so I'm very excited and yeah so but that's the only kind of muggle thing that I have going in the next two weeks yeah I'm just looking at my calendar to make sure that I'm not telling stories yeah and that's that's it really for the next couple of weeks for me just working my way through in edits and revisions and what about you yeah
1: i mean now i'm just um i feel good that i'm writing again and not just floundering about in the mornings because i i went through this stage where i was like my book was too short but mm-hmm. the story was told and it was in as many words as it needed to be told and i don't really know why i was like You know beating myself up about it so Mm -hmm. now that i'm not trying to force it to be more words than it needs to be
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i've kind of set it aside to rest for a bit um before i go through and and do the first round of self edits before i send it off to people Mm -hmm. um i'm kind of happy that i'm now just starting to draft again yeah so i'm actually working on two stories um so one of them is it's for patrons only um which Mm -hmm. will be coming out next year And then the other one is the fifth novella for Project Kerridan, which will be available for everyone in paperback. But if you want a digital copy of just that story, it is only available for Patreon.
0: It's exciting. Um, You know what? um, I I feel like we are on the apple in terms of of adjusting. I feel like, like we've both reached a point where we are like, okay... This big thing has happened. It's taken me a bit longer than you, obviously. <laughs> but we've reached this point where, you know what? We're we're now it's, oh, on the up and up. We're we getting there. We're getting through this.
1: Yeah, but remember, I haven't gone back to work yet.
0: But I think you are
1: kind of... So I'll probably go back downhill soon. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. Let's. They've let, let not. No, I don't claim that over you. Uh, I. I'm saying that's not going to happen. I think you. You've done it in a way that's actually quite smart. It's actually kind of easing your way back into work, in, in a way that is expanding your capacity again. And
1: hmm.
0: yeah, I, I think you've you've gone slowly. Like you. You were talking about like doing a to do list instead of a to do list, and you. You've. Oh, kind I
1: definitely of... did not do that. <laughs>
0: Oh, didn't you? <laughs> I know. I did it like, I think two days and like, that was it.
1: <laughs>
0: but I think, I think what we were saying in the past about having a focus for the day definitely helps. And like, I feel like I've done a month of having just one thing to do a day. And I'm starting to think that I can maybe do two things a day, like instead, like divide my focus a little bit because now that I'm a bit more in the swing of things, I feel like, okay, maybe I can like draft for an hour in the morning and then use the rest of the day for edits or like maybe I can edit for two hours, draft for an hour and then maybe work for so- on social media stuff in-, in the last hour or something like that. So um, I'm starting to also learn like what is the work that I feel like I can leave midstream like for instance that work i would schedule um just like in the last 45 minutes before i have to pick a m up so if i don't complete it like i don't feel yucky yeah uh, so like that's kind of what well, well, i'm trying i'm starting to realize what is that that work that i can do that and not feel like i've left something unfinished so yeah um i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there i still have to have a really good think about my workflow um in this coming month but yeah should we move on to the fun stuff we've kind of moved quite swiftly through actually because usually we're we're counting down the last 10 minutes by
1: the time we reach the fun stuff I mean we probably will because you started recording literally as I hopped on so yeah what other things um reading all of the things because I'm a mood reader and I can't decide what I want to read (laughs) so I've got the second book in the Plated Prisoner series, Twin Crowns, A Broken Blade, The Raven and the Rush and Of Mist and Shadow are currently open and books that I am reading where I've gotten to like a an actual point where I'm like okay yes I am reading it now rather than just opening the first chapter and being like I'm, I'm gonna put that down because I just I either don't have time or I just I I, I don't know what I want to read because I'm a mood reader and I'm not in the mood <laughs> <laughs> TV wise I started watching New Amsterdam oh, did you? And As good, isn't it? that first like the whole first I'm I'm up to like episode nineteen, and like the first episode was just like, what the hell is going on? It's <laughs> <What? laughs> so
0: good though. I really really enjoyed it, and like, wow, oh, the twists in that show. I tell you, my Honestly,
1: word, it it continues to surprise me. I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy, so I think I'm on to season fifteen now. Um, so I've got 15, 16, and seventeen to go on Disney Plus, and then. Season 18 is on Sky. I watched the first episode of House of the Dragon. Um, Oh,
0: what is is it like?
1: Because I've seen
0: it advertised like crazy.
1: So I'm not going to lie. The first episode was really boring, Um, (laughs) but only because they had to set up all the new characters and all the conflicts. Mm. And so it just kind of like jumped around a lot. And it was like, "Mm, okay. Mm. Whereas obviously in the first episode of Game of Thrones, we were pretty much, with the Starks the whole time yes Mm. we jumped around a little bit it wasn't like all of the time whereas this you know and there was a a horrendous childbirth scene which I had to leave the room for oh Um, yeah it was it was grim but yeah it was it was enjoyable I want to watch the second episode so it wasn't Mm. it wasn't so bad that I won't watch it it was just it was just a setup episode so nothing Mm. really happened (laughs) yeah
0: you know I still haven't finished Game of Thrones like I've seen obviously on the, being on the internet like I know a lot of like what happens but like the thing for me is that I get sucked into that show every time I try and start watching it I get sucked into it so badly that I end up watching like four episodes at a time and then I'm going to bed at midnight and that is mm. not uh, like good for me <laughs> So, especially since my daughter's like up before five o'clock in the morning. So it's like, I can't just function on four hours of sleep. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm. So I was going to say, I've also started rewatching Bones, um, which I do the same thing with. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch one episode, five episodes later, 2 a.m. in the morning. And I'm like, mm, I'm only going to get three hours sleep. Thankfully, I've only done that once because I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs>
0: No, so like you get like a legit like hangover the next morning, like that's what it feels like. So tired, yeah. maybe a headache. <laughs> oh no, awful, yeah. awful. Um, for me, I am obviously like neck deep in um, the creepy hollow series at the moment. Um, on my next one, the one that I'm busy currently reading is a fairy's curse. I believe, which is the third book of Keller's story, and now I'm reaching the point where I'm like, what am I gonna read after I've finished this? Because then it's just Emerson's story, which is three three books, and then the Creepy Hollow series itself is finished. I'm thinking, like, I'm like tossing and turning to like, do I carry on and and like read all the novellas and the, and from from Storm and Shadow, or like, do I do I just like? dig deeper into this world or do you like take a little break I'm not sure yet so that's something that's kind of going on in the back of my mind um tv wise I've started re-watching I watched blown away season three which is that glass blowing competition and then I started now re-watching it from season one as well because um I'm watching it with my cousin who's now staying with us in the art So that's tv wise that's all I'm watching at the moment
1: <laughs> wow I mean there's probably more that I'm watching I think I'm watching a SWAT um I just finished Westworld season four but I still have no idea what the hell's going on in this tv show
0: <laughs> I've seen snatch of, snatches of it online and it looked really interesting but yeah I, I still season one
1: season one I got an understood because they reveal everything at the end
0: mm-hmm.
1: like of the season so it, it when you look back you're like oh yeah this totally makes sense. I don't understand what happened in season two, three or four. I'm just like okay.
0: Okay so on to our discussion topic which is Preptober is nearly here and our tips for conquering NaNoWriMo.
1: So what are your tips? Well obviously prepping well um which yes. is the whole point of preptober yeah. um so you want to do all of the standard things so you want to choose what you're going to write about as like mm. the main thing so you want to know I would probably say just like your premise um you don't need to know like the whole thing at the beginning of preptober um you just need to know the basics like of what you're gonna write about then you want to think about like whose story it is so if you know if your premise is a farm boy accidentally breaks into a castle and kills the prince's son who is this farm boy who is the prince is the prince actually dead Mm. or does he does the farm boy just think he's dead and then like tries to run away because he oh my god they're gonna you know sentence me to death for treason because I've done this Mm. that's a very bad idea please don't use that um (laughs) but you know we need to know who these characters are so that you need to know like what they're you know what their motivation is what they want what they need Um, and then you need to take it all away from them you know that's that's the basis of a story me being a plotter I would say (laughs) you need an outline Mm. (laughs) because I love outlines
0: I I, I think you should at least have a general idea of what happens in the beginning middle and end
1: see for me I always find that outlines are skeletons Mm. so those are the things that you need But while you're writing if other things happen it's fine yeah that's that's pretty much how i write as well so I mean only if you want to like write a chapter by chapter outline but I I don't I I use the three-act structure so I have um 18 main points Mm. um and then in between I try and do like three to five scenes just to set the story and Mm. and have have an actual story of like what happens Mm. um but you could do it loads of ways. You can do it with the three-act structure. You can do it with the hero's journey. You can do it as Save the Cat. You can plot just the important scenes. You can plot it chapter by chapter. You can just do, you know, a short sentence of the beginning and the end. It's, mm-hmm. it's completely up to you how you do it. I would just say having some form of an outline or some form of where the story is going, even if it's just a list of bullet points of things that you know you need to have in the story, that would be very helpful heading into NaNoWriMo.
0: No, a hundred percent. I agree with you. And if, if you are maybe new to plotting, if you are a recently converted pantser, <laughs> I would say a good kind of starting structure to use is the eight plot points by Dan Wells, which I will, okay, the <laughs> the the playlist is like really old. It's on YouTube, but I have it saved. So I'll put it uh, in the show notes down below. And NTN book two, what I did is I filled that in for every point of view character. So to make sure that their individual arcs are complete within the larger story. So if, but you can do it just for one general story, It you can, that's the nice thing that I like about the specific um, method is that you can narrow it down to one person, one character, or you can just use it as an overall arching story as well. So mm-hmm. It's it's a much simpler way to do it, rather than like you said, save the cat, which is fif- I think it's fifteen um, beats, and then like the three act story structure, which is even more than that. So if if you want to like, I think that's what I'm probably going to be doing from now on is starting with the eight plot points and then moving to maybe to save the cat, and then that's exp- so you get like longer every time until mm-hmm. I've reached a point where I feel comfortable with the mm-hmm. amount of detail and uh, solid plot points that I have going I would say if you're listening to this like right at the end of October (laughs) just start with that one and and move move forward with that because it's it's a somehow short but quite comprehensive structure to use and I would also say in uh, planning, can be very daunting, especially when you have a massive project ahead of you or, or like a competition, you're challenging yourself, like with NaNoWriMo. I feel like to be able to celebrate the steps in getting there. So, even in your like, start building that mentality now while you're planning. So, celebrate, I finished doing, I, I finished naming all my characters. Buy yourself a chocolate, you know, and like. I know it sounds silly, but <laughs> Rihanna's sneezing in silence on the other side there and laughing at the same time. It's very comical to watch.
1: I think my laugh actually made me sneeze.
0: <laughs> so well, what I'm trying to say is with a, start practicing your mentality and, and challenging yourself and celebrating the steps along the way. So NaNoWriMo is a very big, scary thing if you're doing it for the first time. Start now and choose planning goals that you celebrate along the way so that you're already in that frame of mind when you start at Nanorama and you can celebrate your first thousand words, your first thousand, five thousand, even 10,000, 20, 30, 40, and then eventually 50,000 words. Planning and plotting seems to kind of be this like strange amorphous brain space before you start Drafting, at least that that's what it is. quite Until recently, has been like for me, like it's kind of everything is mashed together, and I'm doing this over on the right hand side and I'm doing this on the left hand side. But if you start now to make a plan and try and stick to your plan, it's going to be a lot easier to follow through with NaNoWriMo when you're having to do x amount of words per day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My point is try to get into the reach X point by X time mindset now while you're planning and plotting so that it's not such a big, harsh, scary thing when you are heading into NaNoWriMo on November 1st and you're like floundering around.
1: Yeah. And you also, like with NaNoWriMo, you can, I would also say like one of the big things to do is to like plan your time. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know a few authors who still do NaNoWriMo, they still write 50k in, in a month, but they don't write every day. Mm-hmm. And so they they set themselves breaks and up the word counts on other days so that they... Mm-hmm. work on weekends or if they need a break they can take a day off or if there's because I think I think a couple of them are in America so there's like Thanksgiving and stuff that happens in November so they take Mm -hmm. a couple of days off to spend the holidays with their family so Mm -hmm. there's lots of things that you can do um, and if you know that you can write I don't know let's just go with the number off the top of my head 500 words in 30 minutes you only really need an hour and a half two hours a day You know, Mm. and if you did an hour in the morning, an hour before you went to bed, that's you know, that's your two hours and your two thousand words, and then you're already ahead for the game. Mm. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. So you need to work out how much time you need to write one thousand six hundred and sixty-seven words, and then work out how many days you need to do that. And if you can write more, that's great. And if you if you don't, don't worry about it. Like I've. Mm. I have to say one of the reasons I don't do NaNoWriMo anymore is because I don't like to restrict myself. And I really hated losing. Um, Yeah, me too. (laughs) I've done it three times and I've only won once. Uh, Well, yeah, that's about
0: my my average as well. I think I've done it a total... Okay, It's difficult to separate them in my own because I've done Camp NaNo a couple of times as well. But I think NaNoWriMo NaNoWriMo is... is easy though. Yeah, because you can get you can set your own uh, you can set your own goal, but yeah. I think that w- at least one of the times I did camp, I actually set my goal at fifty thousand. So I was basically just doing nano again, and you're but crazy. I, yeah, yeah, because I am crazy. <laughs> um, so I think one I think I've won once, and I, and I, because I think I've done it th- three or four times, three times. I won once, and both other the both other times I was literally probably under three thousand words away. Yeah, and it's and do you know why it was because of fatigue. It was writing mm. fatigue. I was trying to aim for a goal that was above my capacity, because I've realised now in terms of new words, I think I can manage about a thousand words per hour and a half ish, maybe a little bit less. That's yeah. new words. If I'm editing, I can easily probably get to about one eight, one nine sometimes if I'm really in flow. Sometimes yeah. even two thousand. But new words, I can maybe do about a thousand in an hour and a half. And because I have limited time per day, uh, I get to this point where like you can it's almost like you you realize your brain is not ready to stop. But the thing is that NaNoWriMo was forcing me to push past that, which means, firstly, I was getting mentally tired. Secondly, um, the words that were coming out were not great. <laughs> and thirdly, I was getting emotionally drained because I felt like I was failing every day. And that's why I'm which, not doing it this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, uh, don't get me wrong, I think NaNoWriMo is a great idea um, mm. and it's it's great for pushing yourself to try yeah. and get there but it's also bad for feeling like a failure if you yeah. don't if you don't achieve it if you you know if you need to take a day off sometimes it can be like well I can't take a day off because I need to get these words down because I need to win NaNoWriMo you mm-hmm. don't have to win NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. if you don't win it, it like nothing bad happens yeah <laughs> yes. you know like that's the give thing give yourself give yourself permission to be imperfect give yourself permission mm-hmm. to not reach that goal you know maybe set um Brittany Wang she does like goals which are good better best so you could do that with the same thing yeah Yeah. so so I don't know for NaNoWriMo it could be a good goal would be a thousand words the best goal Mm. would be the actual um 1667 words and a Mm. better goal would be I don't know two and a half thousand words like you don't have to conform to NaNoWriMo I mean I know it's there and it's 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 a challenge and lots of writers participate in it and which is again fantastic but also you need to be realistic like most people Mm. who are just getting into the writing game have other commitments Mm. so as I said give yourself permission to be imperfect like don't be afraid of making plot mistakes grammatical mistakes like because you know they could they could result in inspiration for something else so Mm -hmm. just you know trust 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 your idea and if you do all of the prep hopefully we all know that things can change because life is ever-changing if you do all of all of the prep that you need um because everyone's process is different if you do all of the prep that you need you should achieve whatever goal that you want to set and if it's 50k mm. great if it's 25k great you know mm. if it's 50k and you only make 30k that's still thirty thousand words you didn't have before
0: yeah i think that's i think that's the crux of it as well and i think when you are planning you need to be like we said i think it was in, literally in the last episode you need to be willing to fail because if you can't handle failure then you shouldn't put yourself in a situation where there is a high probability of you failing. Like, yes, you challenge yourself. But I think in when you're getting to prep work, it's, yeah, I don't know. See, because you could do all the prep in the world and then something happens and you just can't make the word count. You, It's just, mm-hmm. like I said, for me, the very first time I did NaNoWriMo, the night before the end of the month, I broke down. I had 2000 words to write, which I conceivably actually could have done in the two hours I spent having an emotional breakdown. Okay. It wasn't that expect, it wasn't as bad as an emotional breakdown, but I was just, I was emotionally and mentally drained and fatigued. I felt guilty for not spending time with my husband. I felt horrible because I hadn't made my word counts and it was just, it was a mess. My point that I'm trying to make is it's okay if you fail. If you do fail and you have done as much as you can, then you don't have to feel bad. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to
1: say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, we can, there's loads, like if you Google Preptober, there's loads of resources. Oh, yes. Um, Two of my favorites are um, the checklist from Sarah Cannon from Heart Breathings. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely love that. And then the other one is, have you heard of Natalia Lee? Yes. So she every year, or at least for the last couple of years, um, she does a Preptober workbook. Um, and it's a pay what you can file. So if you if you can't pay for it, you can still get it. Um, I usually give her like $5 or something because I can pay for it. Um, mm. Or at least I could last year. Don't know if I'll be able to this year. Her workbook is is always wonderful. It's always pretty. It always looks nice. She has like loads of resources in there. She's got like a checklist for October and then November. So yeah, it's just, it's awesome. So we'll leave the link for last year's workbook in the show notes. Yes. If she's brought out the 2022 one, I believe it will still be on the same page and she'll just update it if she's doing Mm. one this year. Perfect.
0: Um, Continuing what I was saying just now about how nanoramo? I, I don't know if I've ever said this, but nanoramo helped me to actually find out where my sweet spot was in terms of how many words per session, you know, and and like finding different methods like water, uh, word sprints and the Pomodoro technique and stuff like that. So I felt I feel like nanoramo for me as a new writer was very, very helpful and valuable in that way where it helped me, try new things and find my my groove you know so I suppose in that way if you are just starting to write NaNoWriMo is a good way to just explore what works for you and to to find out where where your sweet spot is because as I said I discovered that about a thousand words an hour and a half like that's comfortable for me I can do that you know, provided that I've done all my prep work and I know where I'm going. Um, so I think it is. it is. And I know a lot of experienced authors do still use Nanorama to fast draft. So now fast drafting is not something that I have experience in. Um, I do know that there are a few people who are very uh, like swear by it. I think, I haven't watched it, but I believe Bethany actually has a video on her YouTube channel about fast drafting. Maybe I'll link that as well if I can find it. So if you are a bit more of an experienced writer and perhaps you've never tried Nanorama before maybe you can use it as an opportunity to explore the fast drafting technique.
1: Yes definitely definitely and and I think Nanorama when it started was perfect for anyone who was just getting into writing like it it built a community it because because when you when you sign into it, no I might obviously you put your location and then it tells you like other places for people.
0: Mm. It's great um, for connecting, it really is. And it's good for accountability. If you yeah. if you are like a little writer by yourself and you don't have any other writer friends or any critique partners or in literally anyone else in your general area or on your interwebs area that you are connected to that is also writing. It is amazing to build a community to to connect and to have that accountability, especially if you're just starting out.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also, I think I think it helps build a habit. Mm. So for anyone who doesn't have one, obviously sitting down and writing a set amount of words per day to make mm. up your 50K in a month. It's great for someone to you know get into the groove of writing. So, mm. you know, as of anything, there's pros and cons you just need to decide whether it's right for you and if you're going to prep use all of our tips grab Natalia Lee's workbook because I absolutely love it and you know go forth and write your stories because the world needs them 100% and I think that
0: is a great note to end on go forth write the stories the world needs them and we will see you back here next time Bye.
1: bye